0: Hello everyone. Hope you're having a great day today. Welcome to Someone Should Have Told Me. Today we're going to do Volume 2 of Speaking of Marriage. I got Vincent here with me today. Hello Vincent. Hello Vincent. Oh my God. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to start back off where we left off last time. Which, after that First initial date, well, wasn't a date, and him asking me to marry him. And then um, we get back to his house. He says, come on over tomorrow, because I don't like your hair, and I'm going to redo your hair.
1: Well, when, guess what? Since it wasn't a date, and people, in order to get to see her, it didn't matter if I liked it or not. I was going to redo it until I got it right.
0: So I come back the next day, does my hair, and we're there, and we're having a good time. People are coming and going as they were before. I don't remember who. And neither do
1: I, but I just remember the door was open, and you know, when you're really freshly single, um, even if it's just in your mind. And you still believe that you can have friends. you had friends. She had a lot of friends that disappeared, too. So I guess maybe she has something on that friendship stuff.
0: Well, no. When your life changed and you have a different agenda, than the friends that you used to do the things with, like going to the bar or, you know, hanging out all the time, being single, then they do drift away because now your agenda is a little different. But I come over, and I'm there, and here he comes, giving me a key. Well, you know that
1: or occupational hazards made people a lot very, very, very insecure, very insecure. So I figured it was the easiest way to show that I was serious to some degree, a little bit more than she thought. And it would also break the ice. You know, you got to add some trust to any type of relationship that you get into, especially marriage.
0: He had told me that when he was dating this long-term relationship and I had called and made an appointment and he put a heart next to my name and she seen that and she kind of got upset. But I'm an artist, so I was just like, as I was writing the name down,
1: I was drawing at the same time. It just kind of slipped in and slipped out. Perhaps it was something I didn't know about, but I didn't really even notice it until she said something. But let's get on with the day. She told her to get the key, gave her the key. She said she didn't want it. I don't want it. Of course, I I didn't
0: want the key. Wait, This is our, this is, now this is a real kind of date interaction still, i'm just
1: kind of date i just been around a little while <laughs>
0: well it's like this this came as a complete surprise to me him asking me to marry him on the first date and then i get over there the second day to get my hair redone or whatever and he gives me a key to his house i'm like i don't want a key to your house he's like yes yes I always lose my key. I just need somebody responsible to have it. He didn't know I was responsible or not, but. But I know she's going to keep that key. You know
1: what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I told him. You know what I'm saying?
0: I told him that I was not going to use the key, but I would keep it for him. But I'm not using this key. Ah, ha,
1: ha, ha, ha. So I set her up. I bought a rose and a ring and some other stuff.
0: Earrings. Earrings? Yeah. Yeah those Those dolphin earrings that everybody were wearing yeah
1: it was a dolphin decade that day we were all fishy (laughs) anyway and I set them on the table and I'm at work and the work is only seconds around the corner I was like well look drop over and I've left something on the table for you
0: she used the key you're darn straight I used the key (laughs)
1: I think I even saw her drive up. We couldn't miss that car. It was a peach.
0: Nobody has peach car. I had a peach Mustang. Peach. I'm a girl.
1: It was.
0: Peach is beautiful.
1: I wasn't going to borrow it. Maybe I got borrow your car. I had to borrow the yellow one before I borrowed a peach
0: one. My car before that was yellow. <laughs> See? <laughs> so he did. He called me at work just to make me use the key. And he says, I'm going to need you to use the key. And I'm like, I'm not using a key. Why? He's like, I left you some gifts on the table. And then I was like, okay. So I do. I get there and I use the key. And it's like, oh, this is so sweet. One rose, single rose in a plastic container and the dolphin earrings and the ring. The ring was just a simple gold heart ring. You know, nothing... That was elaborate or anything. It was such a nice gesture. I'm like, oh my God, he's so nice.
1: But she still hated my daddy, so she's was watching.
0: Of course. And I mean, we were, even though he had asked me to marry him, I wasn't considering him my one and only. And it's like, I mean, this is just the second, the second date. So he does my hair. And he um, gave me the key. And then we watched the movie, Streets of Fire.
1: A rock and roll fable. He,
0: he says, I just need you to watch this first five minutes. And in the first five minutes, it is a guy who helps a bartender. Well, it was a diner or something. And they came to mm-hmm. rob the diner. And this guy came and slapped the the switchblade knife out his hand and then he flipped it around and gave it back to him and then he was like do it again so I was interested and so we sat and watched tv I fell asleep and then he woke me up and I said oh I gotta go he's like oh no you can stay oh no I gotta go so I went home nothing had happened Let's no, make that clear. Wait a minute. Wasn't that the time there was a knock at the door? That was the next day because you told me to come back the third day. So really? <laughs> I'm thinking I'm doing
1: something, but you just wanted to be there, but wouldn't say you wanted to be there.
0: No, you told me to come again, and you were going to put some color in my hair the you next know
1: day. No, a man can not tell a woman nothing but what he might want to say, but he really can't tell you nothing. Oh,
0: so you didn't ask me to come and get color? Why now? I asked you to come again. You wanted
1: some color, and you weren't doing a good job
0: without me. Anyway, Mm -hmm. so I came the next day, got my hair done again the third day. You know, that doesn't happen anymore now that we've been married this long. No, because now...
1: (laughs) Wait, because now she pimping me.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) I, I heard out here for a pimp. Okay, so I get my hair done the third day, and then we come upstairs... And then there is a knock at the door and somebody peeking in. It was his ex-girlfriend.
1: And I felt so bad. I just sat up against the wall, then sat on the floor. Because I was trying to make a good impression. I already knew that um, this looks bad. This looks really bad. The first time we come over, we got people running all around cooking in the house. Second time we come over, I'm leaving the gifts. I really kinda look bad, as cute and as sweet as it seems like everything I was doing, because that's the way I feel. If you feel something, you should kinda you should wanna do it. If everybody's happy at the same time, that's a great feeling. Even if it's not going exactly where you want it, you can look around the room and everybody's smiling. We're having a good time and nobody's getting hurt. Nobody's getting used. Nobody's up to any craftiness. Now, as she said, men always have an agenda and we can be great friends. Don't get me wrong. We hope you slip. But then that's where the part where the real friend comes in because we're supposed to pick you up, not wake up with you. But that's another story.
0: ahead. Let's go back one little bit because the woman that was dragging the phone around the first time, Mm -hmm. I really believe that even though she was older than us, remember, we were in our 20s. She had a 16-year-old son. She's over there cooking. I think she really was coming to seduce him that day. So, okay. Now, since we have started to be friends ourselves, Mm -hmm. we got one woman trying to seduce him. And then on the third day, I come over and we got this woman banging on the door and peeking in the peephole hole trying to see inside the house. Well, he didn't open the door, which was a plus. Well, no, you don't put anybody
1: at any type of odds or risk. The situation was over and the situation was over because of what she did, not me. All right, so the best way... To just let it go was because, you know, if you run back in there, I'm sorry, and they look at you with cow eyes, you bend a lot unless you're just one of those people that are violent. So I didn't want to put myself through that, and I damn sure wasn't going to put her through it because she didn't deserve it.
0: You don't put people at risk. It made me feel good that the girl didn't have a key either. I had a key. Oh, She didn't have a key. <laughs> so really you were na 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 in your mind? No, it wasn't na-na-na-na-na, because I'm not that type of person, oh, but okay. it was, mm-hmm. okay, right. I'm the one with the key. She doesn't have a key, because if she had a, had a key, she would have walked in for sure, and then we would not be sitting here right now. I'm pretty sure of it.
1: Well, after all these years of getting to know you, yeah, she's right. You wouldn't be sitting here. <laughs>
0: Your your mother's father didn't have hair. That don't have nothing to do with kids. Me. Take
1: out your hair. I'm telling you, I'm and telling you. And your son
0: called you after listening to the last one and said, "I did not take out your hair, sir."
1: You see that happen way till You see natural birth. I take out your hair.
0: Who had natural birth?
1: Well, it was naturally a birth to me.
0: <laughs> well, you just mean well. N- the first you just never mean, mind. Your right, um, But he's just saying a vaginal birth. he did not hey, even seen that. Hey, yet. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Jesus. Look, oh. I ran when the dog
1: had puppies. Stop
0: it. Okay. So anyway. So he didn't let her in. Because apparently he feels, as I do, that you really can't have friends. Well, she wasn't a friend.
1: She wasn't a friend. Because, you know, that wasn't friendly.
0: No, it wasn't friendly, but anyhow. So every single day after that, he would ask me to marry him. Ask me to marry him every single day. I would say, no, you're crazy. You hardly even know me. Then six weeks in, he kind of swept me off my feet because he was cooking for me. He was just doing all the right things. Um, He wasn't pressuring me to sleep with him. That was a plus. And that helped a lot. Because I just wanted to get to know a person first. Like, we both had got out of our relationships before were long term. I had been with someone for five years. He had been with someone for. Sure,
1: well, we were in high school, about 10th grade. Yeah, that was a nice. Like piece five, of time. six years. Yeah, I mean, to us, it was the majority of our lives. Now we see we got shoes older, but still.
0: So, I mean, so I wasn't, I was enjoying his company. Um, he would be like, come over, and we would cook steaks, and and he would, he would cook for me barbecue. I even dropped the steak on the porch. He didn't even get mad. He was like, oh, it's okay. We'll wash it off and put it back on the grill. Mm-hmm. He was so easygoing and so nice. And he fooled me. No, I'm just kidding. What have you <laughs> say. He's a great guy. What can I say? <laughs> anyway, so every day he would ask me. So one day, I guess. Um, after six weeks, I guess we were. He was arching my eyebrows, and he didn't even arch eyebrows at that time. But he did mine for me. And then when he got done, he was like, "Well, you just marry me. If you're not gonna marry me, move in." And Can I'm like, "Move in," because I said, "No, I wasn't gonna marry you." You kept you saying, you marry like, me." You just in. didn't
1: know it yet. But at the same time, I think she was doing that to entrap me. By saying no makes a person want you more. Think about it. If you say, I love you, you can't find them. If you say, I don't love you, you keep looking for them. It's something weird about the word no. Which was, uh, again, like I said, I think
0: she, you know, that was entrapment. I don't know. I don't play games. So,
1: therefore... She really don't. PlayStation, Xbox, she don't play at all.
0: <laughs> those I used to play those. Now, stop it. I used to play those before we had children, but that's on down the line in the story.
1: So, then it was their turn to play with me, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: it really was. Go ahead.
0: So, um, I don't really play games, and I was... Re- I mean, somebody asked you to marry him on the first date. Really? Are you going to say yes? No. And then they keep asking day after day, even though he gave me the key. Like I said, still, no, are you kidding? I didn't know who he was. And like I said, didn't like his father. So we continue on, like I said, and he, we did wonderful things. One day we went to the movies. We went horseback riding then we went go-kart racing and playing video games. This was all one day.
1: Well, at the same time, it was like the arcades had just really opened up and that was an experience and you know, I always tell her if a guy takes you to a movie at dinner, he don't want to talk to you because both of the times you shouldn't be talking because you are gonna watch the movie and then you shouldn't talk while you're eating the food. So I had to find things in between. So I made myself not a liar. And besides, you know, it was like when we ate, our whole family ate. So we just kept going. But that's what happens before you get kids. It gets better with
0: kids, though. So. It does. So we—that was—I was like, "Oh my God, he's so much fun!" Oh my goodness, I got a key to his house! Oh my goodness, he does my hair. He's arching my eyebrows. This is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So the six weeks, like I said, he had just got finished arching my eyebrows, and I said, "You know, I weighed the pros and the cons." <laughs> That's what I said because I didn't have no damn cons. Oh my god. <laughs> and <laughs> to this day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I should have paid attention to that craziness because thinking you don't have no cons is a kind itself. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I said yes at that time. So six weeks in, yes. Then so let's see, we met. In June, like, so he's asking me to marry him, asking me to marry him. So six weeks in, um, it's like, maybe we at, met at the end of May. Cause then it was like June, uh, July. And then he's like, well, when are we going to get married? I want to get married in August. I want to get married mm. on my birthday, August 13th. Well, my parents already had plans to go out of town. hmm
1: We should stay on us. See, because now we can already go into a whole nother zip No, we're
0: telling us. Th- I mean, my parents mm-hmm. already had plans to go out of town on the 13th. So, I picked the Saturday before that, which was the 2nd Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as you can see, the con is coming in mm-hmm. because till this day, he has a problem with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want my parents to be there? Uh, why would you want them to change their plans? uh because we decided to get married instantly uh uh what? what's more important than my kids? Well, it another week I mean just because mm-hmm. this is the day we wouldn't pick a day when we knew they had plans to go out of town already, and it was a church convention that they were going to. So. Mm. Uh, what is that about?
1: That's the safest thing I can say right now. Mm. <laughs> but I always tell people, when you have issues at the beginning, I don't care how many years go by, get them settled at the beginning. Because, well, it's 34 years later and I still, one of my eyebrows went up when I heard <laughs> they well, what day we got married on, but it was the happiest day of my damn life.
0: So so now you got two happy days in August.
1: Oh, happy And why day. are you
0: holding on to that when it was like it even made it sooner? Because you tell me, I don't care what happens. I'll marry you in a potato sack or a paper bag. All we got to do is be there. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so what difference does it make whether it was the second, which was sooner than the 13th? We're going to leave this alone and stay on the happy notes. What?
1: Because, see, we're going back and forth. And it was 34 years ago.
0: <laughs> I'm not going back and forth. So I'm telling the facts.
1: They had that... What was, it, what was the TV show go with
0: the facts of life? They lied!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, we start planning the wedding. We start planning the wedding. And... It was, it was coming up soon because, like I said, he wanted to get married fast. Okay, so the night before the wedding, he does my hair for the wedding. Wait a minute. We're not going to talk about me asking for your hand in marriage? Oh, oh
1: yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: okay. So, we go to my parents' house. and
1: I put on my suit and boots
0: tie on, tear tight.
1: Hey, how you doing? I'd like to marry your daughter. My mother looked me up and down like I was little and said, I'm not supposed to give my daughter away, no heathens. Now, only time I'd heard heathens was on like something like Fred Sanford. And that was from, you know, this church going lady, no heathens. So I thought she was being funny. Hee hee, ha ha,
0: hell. And he just started, he started laughing. <laughs> And my mother didn't crack a smile. <laughs> and I didn't know. I mean,
1: again, I talked to guy, but he didn't mention her.
0: So then I had to intervene. And I was like, excuse me, but he's coming over here being a gentleman asking for my hand in marriage. And you had three other daughters that the guys came strictly like. My first two sisters had a double wedding. I think I talked about this in a previous podcast, but they had a double wedding and it was an uncle and his nephew. So my older sister married the uncle and my, my sister under her married the nephew. And their mother and grandmother, same person, had brought them to church to pick out a wife. And of course... You know, my sisters, it was four, like four of us. So their eyes were on them because they were nice looking girls and they were innocent girls. So anyway, that's a topic for another podcast. But so they had got married and they had a double wedding and they got married at 16 and 17. Like I would
1: my kids out the house at 16 and 17.
0: But this was a religious family and they did not want any children to come. Mm -hmm. These men came to church and they were Mm -hmm. outstanding. So, I mean, just because they were in church, it doesn't mean that they were, but that's what was perceived and thought of them that they were upstanding gentlemen. They had become deacons in the church. And so they got married. They got divorced within six years, both of them, but they stayed married six years. And then my other sister got married and she was 18 and she got married to her high school sweetheart, but he had started coming to church. He had started coming to church and joined the church and became a deacon also. And then they ended up getting a divorce. So by the time my mother said to my soon to be husband, I'm not going to give, you're not supposed to give your daughters to the heathens. And I showed her those examples. And I'm like, excuse me, you know, we're going to try a different route this time. Kind of. They did approve. My father was the one who ended up doing the ceremony. And my godfather gave me away. But we did get married um, despite, and then they were Oh, my parents were okay with it. But then there was that thing about the date. So Vincent wanted to hurry up and get it done. We didn't even have time for invitations. He made this cool little flyer with this man running in the tux with air behind him. (laughs) And we gave them to our most important people that we wanted to go and we set the wedding up. And it actually was a beautiful day. So, even though no one knows this, but he had a pint in his suit coat pocket (laughs) because he was nervous. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you told me. You and your best man, Earl the Pearl. That's what he called it. Hey, it was Vince the Prince, Stan the Man, and Earl the Pearl. Stan the Man and Earl the Pearl. Those were his three friends. Even two, though, Because it's me. Vince, I'm Vince. Okay. That's Earl. Two, two friends. friends. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Raphael or so. But he didn't really hang out with you guys like that. He was a little bit older. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Earl was the best man. I got my friend Mary to sing. And she... Had a huge chest. Earl couldn't take his eyes off her chest, but anyway. <laughs> and you can see on the video that we have now that he was looking like, oh my goodness, did you see that? No, <laughs> to Vincent. The wedding was beautiful. We had the best day of our lives. We rented um, a Volvo limo mm-hmm. and We could only have it for three hours. So after we got married, we went driving for three hours. I think they were kind of upset with us because we took so long to get to the reception.
1: We're going to leave that one alone. No, we got to talk about that. What the hell you say?
0: So we had one of the church ladies. Mm -hmm. Listen. Hmm? We're having a conversation. Stop that. Okay, but those are still
1: things that, like I said, 30 years later, you still get a little ticked He's about It's just them.
0: mad because somebody made green Kool-Aid because they didn't want us to look like we were drinking. And they started serving before we got
1: there because they said their guests were leaving. But whose day was it?
0: Um, And who cared about the food? Did you care? Did you even eat? We no. sat at the table mm-hmm. and we were just too hyped to eat. And it was like... I didn't care what nobody done because it was my day and I was having a glorious day. Which made me shut up. And he had bought me this giant balloon on our first date when we were down um, down at the waterfront. And so they put the big balloon with the air out of it, of course, plastered on the wall behind us. I think it was... Um, Said something wonderful, like you're the best thing, something to that effect. Oh, God. I really don't remember. I don't remember either, but we could look at pictures to figure it out. But anyway, so it was a great day. And then we had like a reception that would have been for church. And then. We spent all our limo time, so then um, Earl ended up taking us home.
1: Nope. Bobby.
0: Oh, his uncle Bobby took us home, dropped us off. Because
1: after doing what we did, we really hadn't thought about how the hell we were getting home.
0: (laughs) But it was enough people there. So then we decided to go down to this hot new club, and we were going to take all our friends, and that was going to be the after party. And so after his uncle Bob dropped us off, we ran in the house and consummated the marriage and people were banging at the door. And then we (laughs) opened the door and then we all went down and had the most wonderful party. We danced like we never danced before. And don't
1: think I could dance again. I didn't dance. Believe it or not, I didn't like going out. I was never one of those out people. I always wanted to go in. I wanted to go home. I wanted to, you know, work and then get to the house and your yard. And that's my attitude. Because I know a lot of people like going out, but I find nothing really much out there that you really shouldn't just do
0: at home. It's, it's, it's more intimate at home for sure. Mm-hmm. And if you... Ooh, dr- intimate. Ooh. if you dress for the occasion and set up home life and then you really can get to know each other better and you become closer and you just enjoy each other and put on music and dance and that is better than going out to the club and having a date with everybody else because it is so intimate and it's just you and your mate and you can talk about what you want to talk about. You can eat what you want to eat. You can have the music play what you want it to play and put in the mood that you really want to be in. So I enjoyed this conversation. We got to get out of here. Um, but Vincent will be back again, and we will come back with speaking of marriage, have a little bit more intel for you. Um, I do think that we should, because we left last time talking about friends and having friends and relationships, um, I say that your marriage is your marriage. People ask me all the time, what is the secret of being married for 34 years? And I'm like, the secret is your marriage is your marriage. Your husband may not put up with what my husband might put up with or vice versa. And your wife may put up with more than I might put up with. So your marriage is what the two of you make it. And what you are willing to deal with and not deal with. You set your guidelines of your marriage. And that is your marriage. And that is how you keep your marriage going. It doesn't have to do with anybody else's marriage. Another thing, um, there was a couple in the store. And they were arguing, arguing, arguing. And they were an older couple. And they probably had argued so much that even their their facial expression expressions looked angry because they probably was always arguing and someone said what is the key to you guys marriage and the man said well we never fell out of love at the same time because in a marriage you don't always love the person to so much. Like, oh my God, I just love them so much because they get on your nerves sometimes and they make you mad sometimes. And then 34 years, we got a lot of stories to tell. So anybody that's been married for a really long time have many stories to tell of how they made it this far. So that was one thing. And then I was in the elevator with a man who was in the hospital. And he said, I'm here and it's my anniversary and we've been married 50 something years. And I said, it is wonderful to have been with the same person that long because you build your foundation. He said, well, the key to marriage is you do things for her to make her happy and she does things for me to make me happy. And we just constantly do things for each other that we know that would make them happy. And so that just means putting effort into your marriage. You cannot have a marriage without effort. And why are you so quiet, Vincent? Because you're
1: talking.
0: <laughs> so what would you like to add? Oh uh uh
1: uh-huh. that's so funny because I have a client that I was doing right here and uh my son was helping me a little bit at the salon and so she came in because it was her fifty sixth wedding anniversary, and he looked her up. And he said, "And you still like him?" It just tickles me when you say fifty years because I remember, but you know, him saying that. But you know, time is something that you find that you really don't have enough of. But if you make every day count, and I mean count, because there'll be days when you look over there, you'd be like, "God, kill me." every be days over there that you don't wonder how you breathe without him. It's an ever going every day kind of
0: wake up. And I always tell people, I don't know her, but I'm getting to know her. I got time. The funniest thing he ever told me after we were married is that he woke up one day and I guess I was getting on his nerves and he says, when the heck is she going home and he started laughing. Right. That was funny. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, she doesn't go home anymore." <laughs> so, the thing oh. is um you have to be ready to do all that you can. Vincent calls being married the 100 club. Oh yeah,
1: it's the 100 club. You, you know, it's a invisible line you draw in the sand if somebody get close to them. It's that line that you draw in your mind when, oh, temptation gonna slap you upside the damn head, but you know where you want to be. I mean, it's not a matter of a piece of paper or the dance at the, uh, you know, the after party or anything. It's a matter of what's in your heart and you got to be true to yourself. Don't do it for money. Don't do it for looks. Don't do it because everybody else did it. You got to do it because you're ready to do the dance. You always got to remember those people who quit on you and themselves. Okay. And you got to become better than that. People say, I came from broken home and he wasn't there or she wasn't there. And you work harder at being the person that you wanted to be there. It's like people say, well, I never had a parent. Parents don't matter. What matters is what you wanted that parent to be and you be that parent. All right? You draw that line in the sand. And it's invisible, but it is so hard to cross it. That's part of the game. And then we ain't playing. Remember, marriage is an institution. And the other two institutions I know are penal and mental. Oh, yeah, because your ass is on lockdown and you will go
0: crazy. But it's where you want to be. There are other institutions. School is an institution. There are more than just those institutions. You are crazy. so funny. <laughs> no, my mother told me to stop calling you crazy.
1: <laughs> is that before she went crazy?
0: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Don't be calling my mother crazy. She has dementia. Uh, it's a, it's a- she is still the most
1: sweetest person I know. Trust me. I mean, there are times where, oh, I could have strangled her. And there's times where she's actually pushed us back up. All right, so when I say crazy, it's a state of mind. You know, only a crazy person believes that monogamy is the way for them. That's what these new people today say.
0: But most of them wish they had what they are afraid of. And they're only saying that because that's what they believe everybody else think. Because 34 years, if if I had proof that this one ever Me either. Slept with anyone besides me. I would not be sitting here to this day. Right now. Yeah, I would see her on TV Said,
1: if you've seen him buried in the backyard, call me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. No, you would be buried. No, I'm just kidding. But I wouldn't be sitting here with him if I had any proof that he slept with anybody other than me in these 30 years. Because if I can do it, he can do it. And I don't care how many people have, look, practically climbed up. No, (laughs) Lord have mercy. (laughs) Well, anyway, you know, I'm just going to say he does hair for women. And so uh, things go without saying. But when we come back with Speaking of Marriage, we'll talk a little bit more about that. And... Our first, our first weeks and months of marriage. So, thank. I'm
1: I'm just, I was thinking out loud, but it came out of my mouth. Never
0: mind. (laughs) Thank you for listening. We got to go. We got to go do some yard work. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we even do that together. So, um, until next time, we have really enjoyed sitting here talking to you. But we will see you again. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.
1: What she said. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye, guys. You can do your ending.
0: Have a great day. Again, thanks for listening. Please follow me so you can get notifications when I post and email me at sshtm at gmail.com with your comments and your suggestions of topics. If you send me a topic and I use it, I will email you and let you know when I spoke on your topic so you can look out for it. I really enjoy spending time with you. So until next time, Have a great life until we speak again.